My entitled mother gives permission to my uncle and his kids to straight up go into my room and rob me of $12,000 worth of personal property simply because they couldn't afford it. But once they all got caught red-handed, my mom has walked out on my life and is blaming me for trying to defend my property. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So to start things out, I did really well in school. And because of that, my parents decided to throw a party for my friends and close relatives and cousins. And this party was at home only. Many of my cousins, grandparents, best friends, my uncles and my aunts, all of them were there. Now, I'm a person who you would call a fashion freak, and I like to keep a wide variety of watches, accessories, and shoes to match with my clothes. My accessories, except for my watches, are not that expensive, but my watches definitely are. They are quite expensive for someone my age and even older than me, but most of them are gifts or prizes from tournaments that I play in. And it's right about now that my uncle enters the picture. My uncle uncle is not really well off as he decided to have a large family and by that I mean literally having eight kids. He also lives in an area where there is a high cost of living and often he asks for money from his brothers even though he never returns it but it's never really any large amounts. Now most of the kids are younger than me and they are quite well behaved but the two oldest the 18 year old and the 16 year old are totally crazy. I did not want to invite these two but I had to. So during the party my older cousin asked me where the washroom is. And this was odd because this wasn't the first time he was there, but I told him the directions anyways, with my room being on the way to the bathroom. As a side note, I live in my room and I have all of my things out, my watches, my chains, my rings, my shoes, you name it. I mean, I am an only kid and no one usually enters my room besides like my parents or something like that. After some time, I saw my uncle and one of his kids going towards that direction of the bathroom and this was extremely odd. So I followed behind them and I saw something that I never wanted to see. They had entered my room and were going through my stuff. I took my phone out and I started recording from a small opening in my door. And then I went to my party as if nothing was happening. After a few hours when it was only immediate family and all of my friends had left, I noticed my uncle and his two kids were getting really uncomfortable and really quiet. And it seemed like they wanted to leave early for obvious reasons. They started to gather their things when I stopped them and asked them to straight up return my things. They act like any foolish person would and they start to act like they don't know anything and they accuse me of lying. I then showed them the recording and I said that I had already sent it to everyone there and I just needed to switch on the Wi-Fi for it to get uploaded. But still, they lied. So I did what a bad person would do. I sent everyone the video and after a few minutes, they were crying, shouting and cursing. Even after I sent proof to everybody around me, they still refused to give them back, saying that they needed them and that we could just throw around some money and get it back no problem. With all the chaos going on, I noticed that their pockets were empty, but that's when I suspected they put it in my cousin's handbag. I snatched it from him and dropped all the stuff on the floor, and there was almost $12,000 worth of accessories, like watches, rings, bracelets, and chains. This cousin then got mad at me and tried to actually gather the stuff up, but her younger sister stopped her. I quickly picked up all my stuff, and I went to keep them in my room, and I locked the room from the outside. By this point, those three had become furious and were crying as they left the house. Now, my aunt had been apologizing, but it wasn't her fault, so I can't accept that apology. Surprisingly, everybody was on my side about this, but my mother actually had the gall to say that it was really wrong of me to snatch the purse out of her hand and take out all the stuff and go through it, as girls have personal stuff in there as well. Now, I don't think I did anything wrong, as my stuff was more precious to me than someone else's dignity in the family. Before we go any further, the original poster actually has an update to what happened in this story. 
story. Here's what they had to say. First of all, I want to thank everybody for all the suggestions and the support towards me. This all happened about a week ago, but I decided to upload this about a day ago. But in this one day span, a lot happened. As I told, my uncle's family used to get financial support from my family, mainly my grandparents. They decided to stop the assistance and revealed that they had already given upwards of $24,000 every year for the past seven years. It also got revealed that my mother was also giving a lot of money to them, which she used to take out of her joint account with her husband. My mother has been staying with them for the past five days and said that my cousin needed emotional support after what I did to her and the hate comments she is getting from the other family members is uncalled for. My mother has also taken out more than $4,000 in these past few days. My dad has blocked her cards and bank account access yesterday and all those three and my mom had been spamming my grandparents' phone and claiming them to be horrible people and would be the reason if something happens to his kids because of us. My dad has arranged me for a new apartment about two hours away from here, which would also be really close to my university and my friends. Now, this is the part which really breaks me. In the past few years, a lot of my stuff has gone missing. It started with books and toys and some expensive stationary items, mostly paints and sketchbooks. I love to draw and sketch, stuff like that. But I just shrugged them off as I might have missed them in school or at a friend's house or something. Then it was shoes and even my favorite clothes. And at this point, we had changed a lot of things around in the house. But then even my phone went missing during a party and it was still unknown to me as to where it went. But yesterday when my aunt came home to apologize for everything, she revealed that my mom had been giving my stuff to my cousins since they liked those things and they couldn't afford it. And when I heard this, I was absolutely devastated. And I knew right then that it was my mom who gave them permission to take my stuff. And I'm honestly so devastated by that. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. That really is an awful situation. Your mom has been stealing from you behind your back. Your cousins and your uncle went through all of your stuff, all under the guise of saying, oh yeah, we're allowed to do this. And then you're left feeling guilty for defending your property. This is not only your uncle's fault, but also your mother's fault. I mean, what was she thinking? She was literally just giving away money left and right. And she was also basically giving other people permission to rob you. And this has apparently been going on for a long time. Like, that's crazy to me. And that's so unfair for you. But I mean, look at the way your mom is acting. She literally ran off to live with these people. Her priorities are clearly messed up and it doesn't sound like she was very caring in the first place. And in my opinion, actions speak a lot louder than words. So personally, if I was in your shoes, I would not feel bad about trying to keep my stuff in my house. If someone came into my room and was trying to straight up rob me, you better believe I would be taking it back. There's no way I would let that slide. So hopefully for the sake of your family, your mom can see the error of her ways and she can hopefully one day see that what she was doing is incredibly toxic. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My entitled boss tries to punish me by reducing my hours at work simply because I was working too much. But they failed to mention this to my other boss, resulting in them having to handle my entire workload while I was off of work. And I've never been happier to be away from a job I've ever worked in my life. Here's what happened. So I was working remotely for a staffing agency organizing and managing events. When I was initially hired on, it was due to the fact that three employees were quitting. They all seemed to be leaving amicably to pursue other ventures, so I didn't really think anything of it. They had hired myself and one other person to replace them, and everything was going fine. Over time, I started to notice little things here and there, like issues due to miscommunication between the owners and a heavy workload. A few months in, I was assaulted, and I had been injured pretty badly. It was really difficult, obviously, but I worked remotely so I was still
still able to work. I told my bosses I had an emergency and I was injured and I needed to take time off. Almost immediately, one of the owners called me and left an angry sounding voicemail. I called him back and ended up having to tell him that I had been assaulted and I went to the hospital and all of that. He seemed sympathetic, but near the end of the conversation, he noted that I was supposed to be managing an event that weekend and that they had no one else to manage it. He didn't do any of that, but his wife did. However, we always had at least five events we were organizing and managing at a time. I was afraid I was going to get fired, so I ended up having to go to work that weekend. It wasn't so bad, but I was in an intense amount of pain, and due to my injuries, the doctor said they couldn't prescribe me any strong medication due to complications that may arise. I worked that weekend, and I pushed through. Shortly after that, they fired another employee and gave me her workload. Then, they chose me to do another very long-running event that was taking place in two different time zones over the next two months. They initially decided the event would be split between myself and another employee, and this is due to the size of the program. So while I was dealing with the assault and healing, which by the way, it took one month for my injuries to heal, I also was doing the majority of the workload for this event. I was also having to plan a move, put my stuff in a storage unit, and living in a long-term sublet while looking for a place. I was also organizing other events on top of that. So there were days where I would easily work 10 plus hours. Eventually, the employee who was helping me went on maternity leave, so the whole program landed on my shoulders. One day, I got reprimanded for working overtime. I explained that the workload was heavy, and since I was managing events in two time zones, I was having to wake up super early in the morning and work during the day, take a long lunch, and work some more. Then I would wrap up the other event, which ended in the evening. So to give you a total, I was waking up at 4 in the morning, and I was ending my day at 11 o'clock p.m. They basically told me I needed to manage my time better. Well, I was not doing well mentally or physically, so my cognitive abilities weren't the best. I was making small and easily fixable mistakes here and there, but nothing that was damaging or severely detrimental to the business. There were days I would just sit there and cry at my desk. It was awful. Another employee had also been reprimanded for working overtime, and she was just as swamped as I was. Eventually, one of my bosses emailed me and said I was still working too much overtime, and that he wanted me to only work five hours on days where I wasn't managing the big event. Now, when I got that, I was relieved, honestly. I was looking forward to having more time for myself so I could heal. I made sure to email him back to confirm the non-show management days he wanted me to work five hours for the following week. Well, he didn't tell the other owner, his wife, about my new hours, and she had a tendency to ramble about stuff during meetings, making them last way longer than they needed to be. One day, we had a meeting in the morning that lasted three hours, and it was the first day I was only supposed to work five hours. I didn't even need to be in that meeting, but they forced me to stay and would get irritated if they knew myself or other employees were quietly working while listening to the meeting. After the meeting, the wife owner sends me messages on asking the progress of some of the things I was working on. She then added more things for me to do. The back and forth with her took about 20 minutes. I told her that I knew I wouldn't have enough time to finish those things that day because I only had a little over an hour and a half to complete the tasks that I had already been assigned. Now, when I said that, she had no idea what I was talking about. So I told her that her husband had reduced my hours on non-management days and I forwarded her the email exchanges where he confirmed I was only to work five hours on that day. She got an attitude with me and said, well, these are high priority things and we need you to work on them. You can go ahead and work longer today. So I told her I couldn't do that because I confirmed a week prior and made arrangements and I was not able to 
work at that time. So once I hit my five hours, I clocked out, I put my phone on do not disturb, and I was ignoring all the messages that she was sending me. She ended up having to work on all the tasks that she had given me, even late into the evening. I continued to follow the new schedule, and they just dumped my workload onto other employees, or they had to do it themselves. Here's the kicker though. Eventually, I got fired because they said that was basically the last straw, or whatever that means. But I was so relieved, and I also got unemployment benefits, even though they tried to fight me on it. Honestly, the first big red flag is the fact that three people were quitting, and they were only hiring two people to handle the workload. That is the obvious mark of owners that don't know what they're doing. Also, the fact that it's a husband-wife combo is the worst thing in the world. I've dealt with that in the past, and let me tell you something, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. And this was clearly the case. I mean, these people were seriously morons. You really want to have two people handle three people's jobs? I mean, everybody there sounded like they were under a lot of stress. And this is all because of the management and the people who own this company mismanaging everything. And seriously, you work from four in the morning all the way until 11 o'clock at night? No thank you. Absolutely not. That is so inappropriate and so toxic. There's no way I would put up with that in the slightest. And I would tell them to go kick sand if they didn't like the fact that I had overtime. So seriously, getting fired from that place was probably the best thing you could possibly do. Because not only did you get unemployment out of them, but also you got away from an incredibly toxic job who clearly did not care about you in the slightest. The guy I've been dating had a fight three months into our relationship and the end result has left me feeling really brokenhearted as well as unsure about our relationship. And I seriously don't know what to do. So last weekend, I went on a short trip to Vegas with this guy I've been dating for around three months. We are dating exclusively and things have been going very well. I believe we are both really into each other, although we're not officially boyfriend and girlfriend, but it feels like we're heading down that path. We have had a few little fights here and there, but this fight over the weekend left me feeling extremely hurt and unable to recover, and I don't know what to do now. In total, we had two fights over the trip. For the first fight, while we were in bed, I asked whether he gets influenced by some of the guys he hangs around with who are social and well-connected, but they cheat on their partners. I don't want to go into details, but he basically said he enjoys hanging out with them in the club and they attract pretty girls to the tables. And if it was a game or a competition to see how many girls he could pick up, he might be the type to win. However, it's not in his nature to try and do that. This made me very upset. And basically, this is how the first fight broke out because I felt like he did not validate my feelings or help me in any way feel better about being with him. The second fight was on day two and his guy friend messaged him about meeting up in Vegas. The guy friend said he was there with his family and a family friend and asked who my boy was with. He asked me how he should reply and if he should say female friend back. Immediately, I felt really annoyed and I replied by saying, well, it's your phone. You should reply how you want to. Five minutes later, I asked him how he responded and he said he used female friend to describe me. I then became noticeably upset in the casino and he said, let's go back to the room. I think we need to talk and I could sense that he was fuming. Once we returned to the room, I tearily asked him, why did you have to call me your female friend? When you were upset about me meeting a guy friend, I told him I had been dating this guy and we were going to Vegas soon too. He then exploded at me. He yelled, what do you want me to say? You're not my girlfriend. I can't do this anymore. I'm done. It's been fun and this is the end of us. I then sat dumbfounded trying to process what had happened. Eventually, we decided to move past this and salvage the rest of the trip and just decided not to talk about this heavy topic anymore. So we just hugged it out and decided to be positive over the rest of the trip and become sweet again. After I got home, I'm still feeling hurt of what he said when he was yelling and fighting with me. I feel there is 
a needle in my heart now, and I don't know if I can ever feel safe opening up to him ever again. What should I do? There's a lot of red flags on both sides of this. First off, if you really have some kind of problem with what he said, you need to tell him in the moment. Passive-aggressive comments, in my opinion, like that of, oh, it's your phone, do whatever you want. That is honestly very immature, and it just does not communicate at all. Like, both of you are in your 30s. You need to communicate with each other and explain your needs and your wants. And if you want him to say, oh, Sam, your girlfriend, or something like that, since you described him as your boyfriend, then you need to say that. You can't assume that he's going to do that and then get upset that he didn't catch on to your assumption. But also the fact that he would start screaming at you and immediately say, I'm done. I can't take this anymore. Especially over something as small as this is really, really weird to me. Like there's no reason to freak out. There's literally nothing to get mad about. But that's exactly what this guy did. He got incredibly angry over something really small. And that is really not okay. And also you're only three months into this relationship. From personal experience, having a fight that early into a relationship is really not a good sign. So hopefully something kind of works out between the two of you. But based on what you've described, this honestly doesn't sound good. An entitled customer keeps using me for information just so he can then buy our products online instead of purchasing them in the store. And I'm so annoyed and I seriously hate this part of my job. So I'm a commission-based salesperson employee. We sell pretty niche items in my shop, but we have a solid customer base. Every so often, however, we will get a customer who wants the information we have about these products, but doesn't want to buy them from us. Amazon or eBay are often cheaper, so I understand trying to save money. What I don't understand is interactions like this. We had a customer in our store. They're not old, but a little bit older. The guy saw me when he entered and made a beeline for me. The customer said, Hi, I have a lot of questions about your product. It's part of a hobby that I'm really interested in getting started in. Fast forward about 20 minutes, and I've been stuck with this man for 20 minutes answering countless questions. Every now and then, whenever I ask if he wants to start with any specific product, he'll get slightly cagey and say something along the lines of, oh, well, I'll have to think about it. Another 10 minutes pass by, and he asked me the prices for all of our basic introductory products. I help him out, and I ask if he's all set to either purchase something or if he would like some time to think it over by himself. But nope, he wants my undivided attention for even longer. More time passes, more questions come along, and he is still being oddly dodgy about actually buying anything. It's been 30 minutes now, and I'm not being pushy. I mean, I've even tried to separate him so that I can help someone else. It's clear to me he's not interested in buying, and I've given him a lot of my time and attention. Finally, he tells me he needs time to think about it, and then he leaves. Which is like, okay, no problem. It is a little bit ridiculous to take up that much of my time to ask questions that you could literally Google, but you know, whatever. Two weeks pass by, and this guy comes back. He singles me out again and heads right to me. He he needs an accessory for the stuff that he bought. The stuff he bought is indeed our product, and I asked him which of my co-workers helped him out since it wasn't me. He then says, oh, I got it from Amazon. It was like 5% off there. Then he begins to ask me more questions about the accessories, and the conversation begins to flow exactly as it did before. It is the busiest season of the year, and this man wants to take up as much of my time as possible without even making a purchase. I finally ask him, are you prepared to pick any of these out today? He gets the same look on his face and says, oh, I just need to think about it. I tell him whenever he's ready to check out, I'll happily help him out. In the meantime, the shop is pretty busy and there are a lot of customers that need help getting their stuff today. He then goes on to say, well, I just have a few more questions. They'll be really quick. This then turns into another 10 minutes. I answer his last question. He thanks me and then he leaves. A week later, he comes back again and is looking for even more accessories. And this is to go with the other accessories that he ordered from Amazon. At 
this point, I'm up front with him when he comes to me for help. I let him know I'm happy to help, but I can't keep giving him my undivided attention if he's not here to shop for something. The internet has all the information that I have. It's not fair for me or the other customers that I can't help anyone who is actually there to buy things. This guy then comes back to me with one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. He says to me, wow, fine, you won't see me here again. And honestly, overall, I just want to say that I hate it here. Yeah, that really is a gross thing for that guy to do. Like if you're going to go into a store and ask all these questions for 30 minutes at a time, then you really need to buy something or get out. I mean, at that point, you're basically wasting everybody's time. Like, why would you do that to somebody, especially someone who makes a living off of commissions? Like, that's not fair for them at all. And the original poster has it right. All of this information is online. I can understand that if someone comes into a store and they have some kind of question, it will maybe last five minutes tops. But talking their ear off for 30 minutes, that is obnoxious. So good for the original poster for putting their foot down and saying, no, enough is enough. Because that guy was clearly crossing the line and you do not owe him a single thing. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.